Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel any time. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. What's going on, everyone? Hey, check this out, man. Tune in every Wednesday night to listen to JR and the crew. We got Slick Vic, Momo. Man, they're constantly going at each other. But most of all, man, we have some special guests that come in. They share their stories, their passion, their victories, their struggles. Every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. on JR and the crew. All right, and we are live, y'all. You already know who it is. It's your girl, Ash. Bringing y'all another episode of Black Girl Interrupted. Uh, y'all, today is Thursday, December the 23rd. Y'all, we are, what, eight days away from the new year, from walking into 2022. So, I want to know what y'all got going on. It's good to see y'all. I know I was supposed to go live last night. Baby, y'all forgive me, okay? But, you already know. I got to do my mental health check-in. I want to know what everybody's got going on. How you feeling? I know the holidays um, could be a really trying time for everybody, you know, but y'all know I got to do my mental health check-in. I got to make sure y'all are straight. So you already know the video that I play. So hold tight and we're going to jump into tonight's conversation. What do you do when your battle chooses you? What do you do when something shows up on your doorstep that you did not directly cause, choose, or definitely anticipate? Life is not always easy. In fact, some of you today, you're here and you're going through the toughest season of your life. There will be seasons where we will suffer. There will be seasons of real pain. And the question is, how will you respond in those moments? Life is hard sometimes. Easy, it's not an option. But it's worth fighting. It's worth believing. It's worth giving yourself a chance. It's worth mustering yourself up, standing up inside yourself. It's worth fighting relentlessly, never giving up. It's worth it. You can do it. You can do it. There's problems that we go through that cause stress, worry, anxiety, and fear, but you might be in the battle of your life. I want to encourage you. It's not about what's happening around you. It's always about what's happening inside of you. Just because you feel afraid, doesn't mean you have to be afraid. Just because you feel discouraged, doesn't mean you have to be discouraged. Just because you have fear, doesn't mean fear has to have you. The sentence out of your mouth is a story that you are putting out. I'm not gonna make it. I quit. Let's get a divorce. Business is never coming back. We've lost too many people. I've made too many mistakes. I'm a failure. Nobody can help me. I've done too many bad things. I don't know what's coming out of your mouth, but it's a death sentence. 
And as you continue to confess it and as you continue to declare it, well, don't be surprised when it becomes true in your life. We have to make sure that whenever I feel, when I think a death sentence, I must speak a life sentence. Oh, I'm feeling the sentence of death. I'm feeling the thoughts of anxiety. I'm feeling the thoughts that I'm done. I feel like I've been used and it hurts and it's difficult. But when that happens, I start speaking out a life sentence. No, I'm just going to keep showing up. No, I'm going to get back up. The righteous man, he falls seven times, but he gets back up. Never give up. Never give in. Because skill can't get you past certain things. Quickness, agility can't get you. You got to have mental toughness. Pain ain't permanent. Your pain ain't permanent. You can get through this. You're bigger than your pain. You're better than that. Come on, you need to remember this is not the first time you cried. This is not the first time you were short of breath. This is not the first time you didn't see a way clear. This is not the first time you were hurt. This is not the first time your heart was broken. This is not the first time you didn't have enough money. This is not the first diagnosis that came up from behind. Say, I'm gonna live to tell the story. This too shall pass. I will remain. I'm not gonna quit. Every one of my burdens, there's a blessing on the inside of it. If you don't quit, you will win, baby. You're going to work through this. You're going to get up. You're going to get dressed. You're going to get out. And you're going to do what you've been called to do. You're going to be what you called to be. And you're going to prove that everybody that tried to break you, everybody that tried to stop you, everybody that tried to kill your dream, you're going to prove all of them wrong. Just keep coming back. You got nothing left to give, just show back up. Half of life, man, is just showing up. And I'm telling you right now, don't give up. I'm telling you right now, don't give in. Get through it. And if you can get through it, if you can work through your pain, I'm guaranteeing you on the other side is a reward. Pain is not permanent. Pain is temporary. that video is so freaking powerful you know because you never know what anybody is going through you don't know if a person is a bullet away a pill away a drink away from taking their life so i always whenever you know like i say whenever i start my shows i always want to do a mental health check-in because i want to make sure you're in a good mental space i want people to know that if you're not in a good mental space there's people out here that really genuinely want to help you to get through the dark times. You get what I'm saying? And I'm only speaking from experience because you guys know. Y'all have seen the, the ups, the downs, the highs, the lows. You've seen it. You've seen me reach my breaking point. You've seen me break down. But you've also seen me pull it back together. So when I played that video at the beginning of every episode, that's to encourage somebody. That's to let someone know that... You have to dig deep, pull that strength, but you have the strength and the will to go another day. You get what I'm saying? So I just want to say to anyone that is celebrating their holidays without a loved one, if this is your first year or maybe even your 10th year, you know, 
I love you. I pray over you. And I hope that you're able to make it through the holidays and just know that it's okay to give yourself the grace to grieve, to act in whatever emotions you're feeling. So if you're sad, be sad. If you're mad, be mad. If you're angry, be angry. You're human. Just don't lay down in it. And that's all I want to say. I want to encourage somebody. You know, I love you. Um, Merry Christmas. We have the New Year's coming around. Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever holiday it is that you celebrate. I pray that it is peaceful for you. I pray that you are able to enjoy the day. So I want to first say that before I even jump into tonight's conversation, um, because I always want to encourage, I always want to empower, and I always want to uplift somebody. You get what I'm saying? Because I know what it's like to be in those dark spaces and feel like you, you don't have anywhere to go. You feel like you're suffocating. So I wanted to play that just to encourage somebody. So got a few comments that just came in. Hey, B. Yes, baby. Brandon said he is feeling great tonight knowing we got justice for Dante Wright. You don't have to worry because I am going to talk about that tonight. Um, But I'm also going to gonna jump into um, everything we're going we're gonna to work on as we approach 2022. Um, again, I always want to encourage. I always want to uplift. I always want to empower somebody because someone has done that for me. So I want to pay it forward. Oh, to my sister, I love you too, Susu. I love you. Oh, my baby. And I'm still going to kiss your neck, baby. So, uh, and don't send me no more crazy TikToks with no one's neck that smells like buttermilk. I only want to kiss your neck, sissy. I love you. So, I want to first jump in and say this. Many of you know um, that I lost my niece earlier this year. Um, yesterday was her birthday. She would have been 20. So I just want to take a moment of silence and just tell my niece, Kantisha, happy birthday, happy belated birthday. I love you. You are truly missed. And uh, we will get justice for you. Justice will come about because you were robbed from us. You were taken from us by a monster. Um, I do want you guys to stay tuned. I will bring my sister on um, because we do need help. We, we, we're looking for an attorney um, that is willing to take on the police department in Georgia because my niece deserves justice. You know, I will say that for a whole nother episode, but I wanted to take the time to wish my niece a happy birthday and I love you and you're absolutely, truly, truly, truly missed and uh, we will get justice for you. I promise you that. And then I'm a horrible mom, y'all. Uh, today is my daughter's birthday. She is 19. Let's see, can I dig a picture of her really quickly? Um, but I want to tell my daughter, Jamari, happy birthday, baby. Your mama loves you. And uh, girl, you better get home safe. You out with your little boyfriend. You better get home safe. Uh, I thought maybe I could grab a picture real quick. Let's see. But y'all know how my baby looks. She's got her mama's whole face. She's absolutely gorgeous. No, that's not the one. Hold on, y'all. I should have been so prepared. But I was over by my mom's house, you know, celebrating my daughter's birthday. 
I think this is going to be the one. No. That's me, unfortunately. Hold on. Y'all pray for me, baby. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get life in order, y'all. I'm falling apart over here. I should have been prepared, right? I should have had my baby's picture up here because, like I say, she's 19. Oh, yeah, there we go. All right, here we go. So shout out to my daughter, Jamari. Your mama loves you. Happy 19th birthday. My baby's birthday is today. I'm celebrating. Um, so y'all send my daughter some birthday love. And I appreciate y'all. Oh, Lord. Okay. All right. So let's get over here. And Javert, don't tell me no. I told you, don't tell me no. And absolutely, that is our baby girl. We absolutely miss her so much. Um, and I'm not going to get emotional because justice will come for my niece. BB, she say I'm destined for greatness and I can't wait to see what 2022 holds for me. And I saw you called. I'm so sorry, baby, that I didn't call you, but I'm going to call you tomorrow because um, I need some pictures of my baby. Uh, my nephew, my sister right there. She just had a baby. And he's a Sagittarius like his auntie girl. Oh, yes. So, and I do. And I love your back, baby. So, I promise I'm going to call you back. I, I promise. Today was just so crazy. So, many of you know, I have been following the murder trial of Dante Wright. And today, today, today. We got a guilty verdict. Yay! So y'all know I am absolutely ecstatic, you know. Um, for the ones that don't know, here is a picture of Dante Wright, and here is a picture of the murderer, Kim Potter, who was on the uh, police force for 26 years and mistook her gun I'm sorry, her gun for her taser, which we all knew. Um, baby, I'm going to be positive on this because I want to say to the right family, I love you guys. I'm continuously praying for you guys. I'm praying for peace over this family for them to get a beautiful verdict like this two days before Christmas. Dante Wright has been gone a year. And I know it never gets any easier, but I hope the family is able to rest a little comfortably tonight, a little more comfortably tonight. Uh, same way I feel felt about the Ahmaud Arbery trial that came right in time for Thanksgiving. This one came right in time for Christmas and New Year's. So to the right family, I, I wish, I hope someone shares this video. I hope someone lets the right family know um, how proactive um, I've been on this case um, and how I followed the story from the beginning all the way now to the end to let them know that they absolutely have someone over here in Texas that walked in solidarity with them, that stood with the family and continuously prayed for justice. So Again, to the right family, 2022, I pray peace for this family. I pray love. I send an abundance of love. I ask God to keep this family covered. I ask this family to keep, I ask God to keep Dante Wright's son 
covered. I asked that uh, Kim Potter be uh, punished to the maximum extent of the law. You guys already know I come with videos. You guys know I come with, with stats. Um, but let me post this comment and then I want to roll the video when the verdict, uh, when the guilty verdict on both uh, counts came down. So Javier says guilty on both counts and her attorney wanted her to be home until sentencing. No, ma'am. She is being held without bail until she's sentenced. So no, ma'am, Miss Potter, you're going straight to jail. You're not passing gold. You're not collecting $200. You're straight to jail, ma'am. Okay. And that pitiful, pitiful testimony that you gave with the with not one tear that came out of your eyes, I didn't believe it. So congratulations to the city of Minneapolis getting this one right again. Okay. Exactly. The judge says she will be treated like any other criminal and will. Okay. So sorry, Miss Potter, you have to pay. You did the crime. Now you have to do the time. And again, I hope she's punished to the max extent of the law. So you guys hold tight. I do want to play the, I do want to roll the clip, excuse me, of the guilty verdict being handed down to former police officer, Kim Potter. You're looking live inside the courtroom right now. Uh, as everybody is standing, the judge is in the courtroom. We believe they are bringing the jury in at this time. You see Kim Potter there. Uh, the jury had told the judge uh, that they had reached an outcome uh, two days ago on Tuesday. They had said they couldn't reach an outcome, and the judge said, continue to try, please. They went back, and after 27 hours of deliberation, we are now about to hear from the jury made up of six white male jurors, three white female jurors, one black male juror, and two Asian female jurors. Let's listen to the judge. Members of the jury, have you arrived at a verdict? Okay. Will the deputy uh, please retrieve the verdict forms and provide it to me for review? Ms. Potter, please rise. I'm now going to read your verdicts as it will as it will appear in the permanent court records of Hennepin County. In the matter of State of Minnesota versus Kimberly Potter, court file number 27CR217490, we, the jury on the charge of manslaughter in the first degree, while committing a misdemeanor on or about April 11, 2021, in Hennepin County, State of Minnesota, find the defendant guilty. And the verdict was agreed to at the hour of 11.40 a.m. and signed by the jury person on 12.23.21. On uh, the verdict on count two is we, the jury, on the charge of manslaughter in the second degree, culpable negligence on or about April 11, 2021, in Hennepin County, State of Minnesota, 
find the defendant guilty. And that verdict was agreed to at 10.30 a.m. on 12-21-21. Members of the jury, is this your true and correct verdict? So say you won, and so say you all. Yes. Okay, you may be seated. All right, I am now going to poll the jury. Juror number two, is this your true and correct verdict? It is. Juror number six, is this your true and correct verdict? Yes, it is. Juror number seven, is this your true and correct verdict? Yes, it is. Juror number 13, is this your true and correct verdict? Oh, it's juror, uh, excuse me, juror uh, 11. And juror 17, is this your true and correct verdict? Yes. Juror number 19, is this your true and correct verdict? Yes. Juror number 21, is this your true and correct verdict? Yes. Juror number 22, is this your true and correct verdict? Yes. Juror number 26, is this your true and correct verdict? Yes. Juror number 40, is this your true and correct verdict? Yes. Juror number 48, is this your true and correct verdict? Yes. And juror number 55, is this your true and correct verdict? Yes, it is. Members of the jury, um, when you first came into the courtroom, I told you that jurors are the heroes of our judicial system. Well, the 12 of you are our heroes in this case. You might remember that there was a question on the questionnaire that asked whether you wanted to be on this jury. You were to check yes, no, or maybe. A number of you checked no or not sure and a few of you checked all three. But when I asked each of you if you would be willing to serve if the party selected you as a juror, you all said yes. You said yes even though we are in a pandemic with Omicron spreading in our community. You said yes even though you had concerns about serving given the nature of the case. You said yes, even though you knew you would be sequestered during deliberations and away from your loved ones. And you said yes, even though there was a chance that this case could have lasted past Christmas. You were willing to sacrifice much because you believed in our justice system. And then you went into deliberations, and each of you brought with you your common sense, individual perceptions, and life experiences, and you came to an agreement on the verdicts. You did your duty. I'm so proud of you. You should be proud of yourselves. Without civic-minded citizens like you, our system of justice could not function. Thank you for your service.
Thank you for your sacrifices. I wish you all a wonderful holiday season and may the peace and beauty of the season be yours throughout the year. Uh, at this time, um, I'd like you to go into your uh, waiting courtroom and I'll be in in just a moment. I'd like to thank you personally and to answer any questions that you have. Okay? please be seated. Hi everyone, George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click on the right over here to subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to download the ABC News app for breaking news alerts. Thanks for watching. All right, y'all. So I want to talk about that for just a moment as you heard there were six white it was only one black juror on this trial two asians six white men and i believe three or four white women hold up we got some comments that came through hey terror artists good to see you good to see you honey i'm so proud of you with your with your YouTube gaming channel. So proud of you. Keep up the good work, little brother. And right, Javer, she had no emotions. So I want to talk about that for just a moment. The guilty verdict came down. Guilty on both counts, both misdemeanors. I would have, let me say this. The way she acted the day of the shooting and then the way she acted on day four, I believe, of the trial. You had so many emotions then. Why not today? Today was a day that you knew your freedom was on the line. You knew it could go either way. You could either go home or you were going to jail. Could it have been because she was in shock and she thought she was going to get off? Or did she really not care about murdering a young man? Let's talk about that. Y'all drop that in the comments because I'm going to, I want to play another video of her attorney saying that there was no need for her to go to jail. She needed to go home until sentencing. But why? Dante Wright didn't get to go home. Did he have an outstanding warrant for traffic violation? Yes. But that didn't warrant this young man being put in a box either you know that's one of the things that gets me when when i discuss these cases 
is so many people try to justify why a person was murdered. I've even heard people say they even caused their own demise. But how? How did Dante Wright cause his own demise? That's what I want to know. Officer Lucky had the situation under control. Kim Potter, you had no need to intervene. Why? Two lives could have been taken. If you recall when I played the video, Officer Lucky's arm was in the car and she reached under his arm and fired. And then the, the fake outburst, oh, taser, taser, oh my God, I thought it was the taser. I didn't believe it. As much as I didn't believe Kyle Rittenhouse's fake tears on the stand, I didn't believe that. And it's not a race thing, it's not a black thing, it's not a white thing, it's a judicial thing, it's a justice standpoint. Justice was not served in the murder trial of Kyle Rittenhouse. Justice was not served, but that's not my that's not my cross to bear. But justice was served for Dante Wright today. It was absolutely served for this young man's family. Hey, sissy. Girl, I know you see my necklace, huh? Sis. I know you'll see my infinity necklace, y'all. We'll talk about that later on in the show. This is my, my infinity necklace, y'all. Hey, y'all. So, Javer says, at this point, she knew that it was over. She's saying, then the bullet hit Officer Lucky in the face. Right, it was the shards from the bullet. So, Right. They, yeah. The bullet case and bounced back and it hit off. Yeah. The shards from the, from the gun. You could have killed two people that day. But the million dollar question still remains. You spent 26 years on the force. It's mandatory training every year. How could you not decipher between your gun and a taser. And again, I need y'all to correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the gun placed on the most dominant side and the taser is on the on your least dominant side or is it opposite? Somebody somebody educate me cuz I I'm here to learn also. Sister, you know I'm fat girl. Ah! I'm gonna calm down cuz I be so excited. So y'all correct me. Y'all, y'all get me together. You, you, like I say, I'm, I'm here to learn. I'm here to be educated. And again, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the gun is placed on the most dominant side and the taser is on the least dominant side. Somebody drop in the comments. Y'all let me know if I'm right, if I'm wrong, you know, y'all, y'all help me out. So back to my statement, back to what I was saying. I'm absolutely happy that justice was served for this family. 
Again, I, I hope that this sentence, uh, no, I'm sorry, this verdict brings some type of closure to this family. Again, there's Dante Wright and there's former officer Kim Potter, Kim Potter of the Minneapolis Police Department. Did he have a background? Yeah, he did. He did. But the whole, when, if you go back and you guys watch the, the whole video from the time he was pulled over up until he was shot, all of that seemed kind of off kilter to me. You know, it was off kilter to me. And I just really couldn't understand. Officer Lucky had it under control. Dante Wright was complying. But you had to come in and you had to agitate the situation. You had to shake it up. So I didn't buy. You mistakenly took your, your gun for your taser. I just don't buy that. I'll never buy that. You know. Uh, I just won't. Then your testimony was absolutely unbelievable. Not one tear fell from your eye. I felt like you had no remorse. It's almost like with these police officers, they feel like they're untouchable. You get what I'm saying? But I, I want to say I'm glad the judicial system, I'm, judicial system is now starting to hold these officers accountable. We still, you know, Rihanna Taylor's case, we're still waiting. The wanton endangerment, I'll never understand that. You know, Alton Sterling, Tatiana, just the countless black men and black women that have been murdered by police officers and there's been no recourse, no repercussions. So I thank them for getting this one right. Let's continue to get it right. Let's continue to seek justice for the families and stop letting these police officers go home scot-free with no repercussions. It's not fair. Hey, Six Bowls. It's good to see you, Pooh. Um, and she says, yes, yes, I agree. She says, saying sorry and I didn't try to was not enough. It was not. It was absolutely unbelievable. I didn't believe it. It didn't seem sincere. You know, it just, to me, almost seemed, seemed like it was coached. It was rehearsed. I just didn't buy it. You know, maybe, maybe somebody else did, but it just didn't sway me. And again... Someone get this video over to the family of Dante Wright because I want them to know I was with y'all from the beginning. I'm here with y'all to the end. And I'm so ecstatic that justice was served for y'all today. So I, I want to play the video of her attorney, attorney saying,
that there was no reason that Kim Potter needed to sit in jail while awaiting sentencing. And I want to come back and talk about it because I want to jump into the meat of tonight's conversation. For sentencing? For sentencing. You got a, a pre-sentence report? Yes, uh, I'm having a PSI report done. We are not available on the 13th. I believe we could. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel any time. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. Do the 14th. seem to be a little accelerated given the seriousness of the decisions you're about to make. So later in January would be our preference. We also would like to talk about the bail issue yeah. with you before you decide it, um, before you make a decision to take her in. All right, uh, I'll hear you out. Go ahead and I'll... <laughs> you know, I think it'd be easier for the court reporter if you went to the podium. file a motion, but this arguendo, they're going to file a motion to revoke her bail. Um, you know, we will be filing a motion for dispositional departure on the case. She is amenable to probation. Her remorse and regret for the incident is overwhelming. Uh, she's not a danger to the public whatsoever. She's made all her court appearances, including all appearances in the court. It is the Christmas holiday season. She's a devoted Catholic, no less, and uh, there is no point to, to incarcerate her at this point in time because, A, you haven't decided what the sentence is going to be, B, the dispositional departure arguments are quite strong on this case, uh, and C, it's not necessary for the preservation of public safety. So for those reasons, um, she did not be incarcerated whatsoever pending sentencing. You certainly can do it after sentencing. But this is a rather unique case um, of someone who has law enforcement experience and was never in trouble in all her life and is 49, which is beyond the age of most defendants that you see. Uh, plus, she has deep roots in the community and her family's here, and there's no evidence that she would flee. So we, we respectfully ask you to change your mind um, as to whether she needs to be incarcerated right now. I know Mr. Gray has a couple comments, too. Your Honor, her bail right now is $100,000. She's got that posted. She's not going to run. 
She obviously is not going to commit any more crimes. <clears throat> She's been convicted uh, of an accident. She's been convicted of being reckless. Um, I just would like to be able to, with Paul, file a motion for dispositional departure in this case. I think there's other facts that didn't come to light during the trial that are important also about Kim Potter and about this case. So I respectfully request that you release her on her $100,000 bail um, and that will make it easier to do the pre-sentence report. We'll get um, people sending letters on her behalf. <clears throat> and um, we, I would ask for a sentencing sometime after, if you release her, sometime uh, I start a trial January 20th. It should be over by February 20th, I hope, uh, sometime in late February. Uh, and ask that she be, my gosh, she's got a $100,000 bailout judge. But, you know, she's not going to commit another crime. She's not going anywhere. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Frank. Thank you, Your Honor. Uh, we do request be taken into custody. The convictions here are for manslaughter in the first degree, manslaughter in the second degree, based on the death of Dante Wright, a young man. In other words, it's a case that involves a death. They are very serious charges. It is customary for defendants to be taken into custody upon a guilty verdicts for those uh, level of crimes. And we don't think this case should be any differently. Uh, Your Honor, we also have learned that the defendant is not living in the state. I don't know if that was known and, and provided for in the original conditions of release, uh, but it prevents, presents, obviously, a, an aggravating factor for allowing her to remain out of custody. So we are at requesting that the state remand her into custody and withdraw any bail or conditions of release. Uh, Your Honor, we do have the Blakely issue to resolve, and we would be asking some direction from the court on whether we should submit written arguments or proposed findings or... Uh, how the court exactly wants to address that. It would be good to have those findings, of course, for the actual sentencing hearing. And we would request a PSI as well. Yes. Both of those crimes, there's no intent, no criminal intent. It's reckless uh, and, and culpable negligence. Many times in my career, I've had defendants convicted of culpable negligence. I don't think I've ever had a reckless one, but it's an unintentional crime by somebody with a clear record. And um, we have a strong basis for dispositional departure. I ask the court to release her on the mail. Mm -hmm. Surely will reappear. Okay. Uh, the presumptive uh, sentences in this case are commits. Um, and I am going to require that she be taken into custody and held without bail. And I recognize uh, your arguments, Mr. Ng and Mr. Uh, Gray, but I cannot treat this case any differently than any other case. So, um, I think we should probably set uh, briefing deadlines. I know that the defense would like to uh, make a written motion for a dispositional departure. Hello, y'all. Baby. So when I saw that 
my stomach turned immediately upside down. And I'm going to point out a couple of reasons why. First off, Kim Potter, your defense team, horrible baby. Y'all did not disclose the fact that she no longer resides in the state of Minneapolis. So you pose a flight risk. Then the argument was, it's Christmas. Her family is here. She's a devout Catholic. She's pivotal in the community. But what about Dante Wright's family? Dante Wright is in a cemetery. They have to go visit their baby in a cemetery. Your loved ones still get to see you. They could come to the county jail and see you. Dante Wright's mother, father, loved ones, son, have to go to a cemetery. When I tell y'all, audacity that's being purchased off a of wish is at an all-time high right now. And it's so sickening that they would use that argument for her to be able to go home. It absolutely sickens me. Shout out to the prosecution for standing 10 toes down and saying, no, 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 no. We've reached a guilty verdict, not on one count, but two. We're revoking your bail and you are going to be reprimanded today. We're not waiting until sentencing. That's absolutely not what we're going to do. You wanted to go home to celebrate Christmas? What about that? Again, let's talk about the family of Dante Wright. Do you know where they're going? They're going to put flowers, balloons, on a grave. They don't get to spend Christmas with their son. Dante Wright Jr., I'm sorry, Dante Wright's son doesn't get to spend Christmas with his father. So no, you don't get to go home. You did the crime, now you have to do the time. Shout out to the judge. That's the real hero who stated this is going to be treated like any other case. So in other words, we don't care if you're a police officer, an astronaut, or a homeless person. You're going to be treated as such. You're going to be treated like a criminal, which is what you are because you've been convicted. So you now have a criminal record. Sorry, Miss Potter. That one didn't work, baby. Should have got a better defense team. So Javier says, girl, he's scared for her life. Oh, yeah. But she's not in gen pop. I can guarantee you that. She's not in gen pop right now. Right, Javier. I forgot that part where he said she's been convicted of an accident. That wasn't an accident. You chose to intervene. 
Officer Lucky had it under control. You chose to incite and agitate the situation. It was no accident. 26 years on the force and you mean to tell me you don't know the difference between a taser and a gun? The math ain't math in Miss Potter. It's not math for me, baby. God bless you, though. My sis says it's the audacity for me. Mr. Wright will never celebrate another Christmas with his family. Absolutely. He'll never his son will never spend another holiday with his father. His son has to grow up hearing stories and reliving these videos of his father being murdered. Murdered. So no Miss Potter, you don't get a pass. Again, shout out to the judge and the prosecution for standing 10 toes down and obeying the law and taking the law seriously and not giving Miss Potter a pass. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve the pass, Miss Potter. You don't deserve it. You took a life. Whether in your eyes it was intentional or unintentional, you took a life. You took a life. Again, I'm, I'm ecstatic that she was found guilty on both. I pray that you were sentenced to the max of the law. I pray that one day you will really see how you devastated and tore a family apart by your careless actions. Careless is that a good is that is that a good word for me to say? You know, it is it is Take accountability, Miss Potter. Own it and say you messed up. You didn't get this one right. 26 years on the force and you mean to tell me you don't know the difference between a gun and your taser? Hey, LaDonna, y'all check out with, check my girl out. She, oh God, her posts that she posts are absolutely wonderful that have, that are absolutely getting me through the holidays so thank you sissy and she hosts a sports podcast as well she talks about sports so LaDonna says soon after how many videos I saw police officers explaining the difference between a taser and their gun absolutely so LaDonna here it goes 20 Six years on the force, and you don't know the difference, but then you reach under a person's arm and fired. My sis, we were speaking earlier, and she said, 
Not one of those police officers looked up and realized and said, hey, 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 you got your gun. That's not your taser. Not one. Not one. So shout out to the judge and the prosecution in this trial. A former police officer, Kim Potter, y'all got it right. Y'all got it right. Y'all absolutely did. You got it right. You got it right. Right, Javier. Careless or senseless. Right. So LaDonna is amen to the max and speak it into existence is the group. Y'all follow LaDonna. Let me say this. If y'all are going through something, I know it's the holidays, it's rough. Follow speak it into existence. Because when I tell you this young lady, her posts are getting me through minute by minute, second by second, hour by hour, day by day. So I appreciate that. And LaDonna also says the handle size is completely different. So LaDonna, I have a question. So when it comes to the positioning of guns and tasers, isn't the gun placed on the most dominant side and the taser on the less dominant side or is it in reverse? And I should have educated myself on that, but hey, it's okay. Uh, but I'm almost 98% sure that the gun is placed on your most dominant side. So if you're right-handed, your gun is on the right. If your dominant hand is the left, your gun is on the left. Or it could be opposite. Or the gun could be on the right and the taser's on the left. Uh, so, right. Okay, so I was correct. She says, love you. I'm glad I'm reaching out to someone. Yes, ma'am, gun is in the dominant hand. Correct, correct. That's what I thought. I thought the gun was placed on your most dominant. So if you're left-handed, your gun is to the left. If you're right-handed, your gun is to the right. So thank you. Thank you for getting me together because I... I was not sure if I was saying it correctly um, or incorrectly. So sis says her book and photo says it all. She says the bee had a big cold gay smile on her face. She has no damn remorse. Absolutely. Because again, if you go back and you look at, I want to say that was either day four or day five when she took the stand. Not one tear. What were you wiping off your face, baby? Because I didn't see not one tear. I didn't see not a tear. I didn't see or sense any remorse. Jewel LaDonna says none, none, no remorse. And, and I just don't understand. You murdered someone's child. You escalated and heightened the situation that was under control. Why? What were you trying to prove? Because now your proof got someone killed. And it could have gotten your partner killed. I just don't understand it. Miss Potter. I hope this time in those in that cell that you're about to sit in. I pray that you will find, and let me say this. I pray that you dig deep 
and you come to your senses and have some sense of remorse, I hope one day that you can reach out to the family and apologize. And really, you know, in, 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 in my Iyana Van Zant voice, you got to make it right, beloved. I hope you reach out to that family. I hope that family will one day forgive you. I pray for you, Miss Potter, and I absolutely pray, absolutely pray for the family of Dante Wright. That's who I pray for. Right. LaDonna says she'll be in solitary confinement because she is a cop. Do you really think that they'll keep her in there? Or do you think once she's sentenced, she'll go to Gen Pop? I, you know, I don't know. But I, I, I think she could possibly stay in solitary confinement. But then again, the laws are changing. They're doing things different in jails. She may be sent off to a medium security facility. Who knows? But again, I, I pray that Miss Potter will dig deep. You know, by her being a devout Catholic. I hope that you will. LaDonna says she will have to be protected. Yeah. You know, you're right. You're right. You're right. But I do pray that uh, you dig deep within yourself, Miss Potter, and you contact this family and you apologize. But I hope you mean it with the most sincerest, purest heart. Please don't contact that family on some BS. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. Contact them with some type of remorse. Because you took a life. You you took that child from them. You know. I've seen. Caucasian people. Drive away from police officers unscathed. I've even seen. Them wave guns and knives at police officers. And they're unharmed. Dante Wright had an outstanding warrant. How many of y'all know people that have outstanding warrants? But he ended up dead. LaDonna Jewel says she will never see gen population, and I do mean never. Yeah. And when she's sitting inside a terror confinement, again, I hope that's when she digs deep. You know, let me let me do my Ayana Van Zant. You know, come on, beloved. Dig deep. And you reach out to this family. And you genuinely 
apologize. You know, I pray that's what happens. You know, again, to the family of Dante Wright, I love you guys. I hope this verdict gives you some sense of peace tonight. I pray that this brings the right family closer. I hope that this continues to set the example, the bar of holding police officers accountable. I pray for that. I pray that justice like this will continue to be served. You know, I pray. Right. She said, yeah. LaDonna says, I agree. They coming for her juggler. She said, no matter if they mad about this situation or not, she is an ex-cop. Absolutely. And if she only gets probation, they're going to definitely burn that city down. But you know what, LaDonna, I'm going to say this. And then I want to move into the meat of the conversation because I want to speak on the upcoming episodes um, for Black Girl Interrupted. Uh, I don't believe that. I don't believe she'll get probation. But then again, who knows? I, I believe if she gets any jail time, I don't think it'll be a lot. I think maybe 10 years. And she may have to do 80% of that. They may not even push 80%. But then again, who knows? You get what I'm saying? So there are two misdemeanors, you know, manslaughter and then a uh, culpable. So uh, I just pray for the family. I do. I, I really pray deep and hard for this family. I pray, especially to that beautiful little boy who will never know his father. So as I transition on into the conversation of tonight's show, I really want, I'm going to cut the camera off. I want to give a moment of silence. You're right, sis. 10 is absolutely a win. I believe, you know, they will give her. Maybe 12 years, and I believe she may have to do 75 or maybe even 80% of the time. So if she's sentenced to 10 years or 12 years, I believe she'll do maybe nine of it. You know, if it's a 12-year sentence, she may do nine years. If it's a 10-year sentence, she may do seven and a half, six and a half, maybe seven. So, um, again, I pray that she is punished. Uh to the maximum extent of the law that the law allows legally. Um, but again, I do want to give this family a moment of silence. Um, I will post this picture and I'm going to mute the mic for 60 seconds just to give this family support and loved ones a moment of silence.
Thank you guys so, so, so much for acknowledging this family, giving, you know, this young man his moment of silence, his respect. But I definitely want to move on into the upcoming episodes for Black Girl Interrupted. So again, y'all, welcome back to Black Girl Interrupted Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in with me tonight. You guys know um, I speak on everything, but uh, I didn't want to do a separate episode on Dante Wright. I wanted to open the show with that. You know, we speak on that, but I also want to talk about what we have coming up for Black Girl Interrupted. I want to talk about Reflection, rebuilding, and the rebirth as we approach 2022. The next episodes, we're going to focus on reflection. We're going to focus on rebuilding and we're going to focus on rebirth. We're tearing the house down. We're tearing that house of pain down and we, re and we are rebuilding a house of happiness. We're revamping ourselves. We're rebirthing ourselves. We're going from caterpillars into beautiful butterflies. We're going into this metamorphosis. So I'm absolutely excited about this journey that we're going to embark on as we walk into 2022. What are you releasing? What are you letting go? What are you manifesting for 2022? You know, I really want us to get excited. Despite the Omicron, I'm sorry, the Omarion, I'm being funny. I know what I know what it's called. Despite that, I really want us to find a, a sense of happiness, a sense of hope, a sense of peace as we walk into 2022. You know, we're going to be breaking down the wall. We're knocking doors down and we're confronting the past. That's what we're going to start doing as we venture into 2022. So, and when I say breaking down the wall, we're tearing down that wall of pain. We're kicking the door down. We're reclaiming our time as Auntie Maxine says. We're reclaiming our time. We're knocking the doors down. We, we break, we're kicking doors down. We're breaking the walls. And we're confronting the past. And when I say confronting the past, we're going back to the past to get to the present. You get what I'm saying? So we're going to go back in time to walk into the future. It's time for us to let the pain go. It's time for us to release that. It's time for us to start walking in our purpose. It's time to stop feeling guilty. It's time to stop feeling like you're alone. It's time to stop feeling like you're on this journey by yourself. You're not alone. It's time for us to start walking on this path hand in hand. The road to recovery, the road, the journey to healing. Because it's, I look at so many of y'all on my timeline and you guys never cease to amaze me. I see the potential, you know, and each and every person that I follow on Facebook, but whatever social media site I'm on, I see the potential. I believe everyone is here for a purpose. Everyone was created for a purpose. So I want to help you 
pull out your purpose. I want to help you dig deep. I want to help you get to the root of your pain because I want you to on the, I want you on the path of healing. Because I want to see everybody win. And that's the that's the path. That's the attitude. That's the road that I'm taking and I want to bring everyone that's close to me on that journey with me. I want you to be happy. You know, I want us to be able to close those doors permanently, not close them and they still halfway be open. I want us to be able to close those doors permanently. I want us to walk into 2022 with a clean and a pure heart, with high ranking energy, looking at life from a whole nother spectrum. So that's what reflection, rebuilding, and rebirth is about. It's about the metamorphosis. You know, we're going from victim to victor. And I'm so excited about it, you know. And I want you guys to be excited about it. I want you guys to say, you know what? I'm ready to live. I'm ready to walk in my purpose. I'm ready to be happy. Like Mary J. Like Mary J. Blige says, I just want to be happy. I don't want I don't want anyone to feel like because you're in a dark place, you're stuck there. So I just want to briefly tap into breaking down the wall. So let's tear this wall down right now. Let's bust it up. Let's get the sledgehammer and let's break this ugly wall of pain, this ugly wall of shame down. And let's walk in our purpose. And while you're breaking that wall down, don't forget, you got to knock the door down too. Like you got to come in and you got to, you got to knock on that door and you got to say, hey, I'm here to take my life back. I'm here to reclaim my happiness. But you got to be ready. And I know that's the scary part. The scary part is, how do I begin? Where do I even start? Go, but let's go to the beginning. Let's go to the beginning of it. Let's let's say to hell with this this let's say to hell with being sad all the time. Let's be happy. Let's learn how to balance things that are conducive to our energy. Let's learn how to start pouring into people that pour back into you. Let's stop pouring from empty cups. That's what I mean when I say, let's knock the door down. Let's break the wall down. And let's confront that ugly past. It's going to be painful, y'all. The journey is going to be painful. It is. But you know, I always say in order to get comfortable, you have to get uncomfortable. So let's do that. I say I'm so excited about tomorrow night because we're going into that rebuilding transformation. Again, we're going from being 
caterpillars into beautiful black butterflies. That's where we're going. That's exactly where we're going. So I'm not going to hold anyone up any longer. But I want to say this. I'll see you guys tomorrow night. And we'll do, you know, do a little something fun, you know, celebrate Christmas, you know, or whatever holiday it is. But I also want, if you've lost a loved one this year, or, you know, if you've lost a loved one and this is your first year or even your 10th year dealing with a loved one, hop on tomorrow night. I want to celebrate y'all. I want to love on you a little bit. I want to let you know that I love you. And I'm walking with you. You know, that's what I want to do tomorrow night. Um, but we're still going to tap into our rebuilding and the transformation, you know, picking up the pieces and transitioning into beautiful black butterflies. So let me go ahead and roll into, again, I've already discussed the upcoming episodes for Black Girl Interrupted. So I want to roll into our final thoughts but tonight, I opened tonight's episode speaking about the guilty verdict in the murder of Dante Wright. I even played some videos. I showed you the verdict, the guilty verdict as it was being handed down. And I also showed you the video of her attorneys pleading for her to go home because she needs to be at home with her family for the holidays, for Christmas. No. Kim Potter, you don't get that pass. And I'm going to repeat that again. You do not get that pass. You're not allowed to... Spend time with your family. Because Dante Wright didn't get that chance. You robbed him. You robbed his family, his friends, his loved ones. You robbed him. So why should you get a pass? No ma'am. Like the Monopoly game says, you're going straight to jail. You're not collecting $200. You're right where you need to be tonight, Miss Potter. Again, I pray that you will one day figure out that you got this one wrong. I pray that you will reach out to the family when you're in the most sincerest, purest state of mind. And you apologize to the family. That you show a sense of remorse because you showed none the day that you killed him. And you showed none when you were on the stand. You showed no emotions today. You, and maybe you weren't supposed to or maybe you were not, you were not allowed to. You never addressed the family. Maybe at your sentencing you will. Who knows? I don't know. You know. But I pray you do. Again, to the family of Dante Wright, 
I pray that you guys can rest a little easier tonight. I ask God to wrap his arms around you. I ask God to send his angels to protect you. I pray that you know to the right family that Dante's death was not in vain. Dante Wright, you will absolutely be missed. And may you now rest in peace. So as I bring this to a close, again, y'all are live with Black Girl Interrupted Podcast. Y'all know I am live every Tuesday and every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Go give me a follow or subscribe on YouTube. Like, share. Tell a friend, bring a friend, and let's keep these beautiful conversations going. You know, anywhere that, uh, however you listen to your podcast, give me a read and let me know what you thought about tonight's episode. Let me know what you thought about any of the previous episodes. Um, you know, I appreciate the love and the support you guys continue to give me. It absolutely means a lot. Um. At tomorrow night, again, we are going to be speaking about uh, breaking down the wall, knocking the door down, confronting the past, closing the door permanently, and then we're going to go into the rebuilding and the transformation, picking up those pieces and rebuilding your home, your place of peace, your place of happiness. So I hope you guys check me out tomorrow night again. I will be on time. Again, today was my daughter's birthday, so I was running behind, trying, you know, getting last-minute stuff, hanging out with her, and she's out hanging with her boyfriend for her birthday. So um, I love you guys. Um, again, I will see you tomorrow night. You know what? I'm, I'm going to go live early tomorrow, so I may change it, switch it up, maybe go 6 p.m. Central Time. 7 p.m. Central Time or maybe 7. Um, but go earlier since we we're going to be discussing so much. Um, I'll probably push it back to 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time um, because I know people are going to be cooking, you know. And if you are cooking, cut me on and just listen to me, you know. You don't have to comment. Just come hang out with your girl and let's have some beautiful conversations tomorrow night. But, um. I love each and every last one of you. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Thank you for the beautiful comments. Thank you for the support. I love you guys. And again, I will see you tomorrow night. So love you. Have a good night. Morning, noon, and bite. It's buy one, get one for a dollar at McDonald's. Choose from a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage McGriddles, and hash browns. For lunch, enjoy a McDouble, McChicken, six-piece chicken McNuggets, and more. Buy one, get one for a dollar. You can get two of the same item or mix and match them. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for product of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during... Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, 
how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. One dollar down, ten dollars a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details.